Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, steady trying to be about the business too, y'all. I, I'm, 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 I'm doing all I can. But you know what's crazy? In the efforts that I make, I can do more. You know, my father used to tell me something when I was growing up. He said, son, when you've done your best and you've done all you can, sit still for a second and just do a little bit more. Always remember that. He said, when you've done the best you can and you can done all you can think of, he said, sit still for a minute and do some more. And you know what I've discovered in my life? Always have a little more. I ain't ever just out, out, out completely. I can't take another step. There ain't another breath in me. There ain't, there ain't another thought I can produce. I'm never completely out, man. Just take a rest for a minute, man. And then j- just do a little bit more. And that, that I can't tell you how many times that's helped me get over the top. You know, I was watching a a documentary about people climbing uh, Mount Everest and how difficult climbing Mount Everest was and how uh, they have on the hill uh, something called like a death zone or killing zone where the majority of people run out of oxygen and they have to turn back. Well, what's crazy is it's, it's right in view of the summit. You can actually see the top of Mount Everest from there. But it's, but it's that little bit that's left that's just most difficult. Now, I, I, I forgot all the reasons why they said most people don't make it from there and more people have lost their lives in that area. I, I don't know what it is. But the people that make it to the top of Mount Everest, they all had to go through that same zone or that same area. But they had a little bit more that allowed them to get to the top. You know, a lot of people have had accidents up there trying that, so I'm not even really sure if Mount Everest analogy is a good one. But let's just break it down a little bit more. Let's just talk about life. There's a poem I learned uh, back when I was pledging. It's called Don't Quit. The author's unknown, but the poem was called uh, Don't Quit, and um, I had to memorize it. I memorized this poem when I was 18, 19. But the poem stayed in my head. I'm going to try to remember it right now. I'm going to say it for you. But there's a stanza in it that talks about how many a fellow has turned about when he might have won had he stuck it out. So don't give up. Though the pace seems slow, you may succeed with another blow. You know, that's a stanza that always sticks out in my mind. I'm going to say, I can memorize one. Hold on, right? Okay, this is the poem. There's The author is unknown. The name of the poem is Don't Quit. It goes like this. If I make a mistake, I'm, I'm just trying to drum it up. So here we go. It says, when things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when your funds are low and your debts are high, when you want to smile, but you have to sigh. When cares are pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't quit. For life is queer with its twists and turns, as every one of us must sometimes learn. And many a fellow has turned about when he might have won had he stuck it out. 
So don't give up. Though the pace seems slow, you may succeed with another blow. Often the goal is nearer than it seems to a faint and a faltering man. And often the struggler has given up when he might have captured the victor's cup. And he learns too late when the night came down how close he was to the golden crown. Success is failure turned inside out. It's your silver tint of your clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems afar. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worst that you mustn't quit. Okay, I remembered it. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I remembered it because they had a special method of helping you remember stuff back then, but I remembered it. And that poem right there has kept me a lot of times. You know, I've, we often talk about scripture and, and everything, and, and I, don't, I don't see how I could live without it. But every now and then, man, somebody has a writing. God puts a writing on somebody's heart that delivers a message, man, that can help people. I use every motivational tool that I possibly can to climb this ladder of success or try to be the best father and the best husband I can be. I've done a lot of changing over the years, and so have you. But change is necessary in order to grow. If you don't make changes, folks, you can't grow. I was a young man on my set. I kept looking at him, man, a sharp little young dude just on my set. And he had these dreads, and I mean, they were, I, they were super long, man. They were well below the middle of his back. I mean, they were just long. And he kept talking to me, and he kept talking to me, and talking to me. Now, I know somebody's going to take this the wrong way, but this is my story, so, you know. Feel how you want to feel. I already know the emails is coming. You talking about it? So your man kept talking to me, and I said, hey, man, you know, you do your huge self a favor in the business you're in if you got a haircut. You would do yourself a huge favor. I said, your image is everything, man. I said, you keep stopping me in the hallway to try to tell me what you're doing, what you are. But all I see is your hair. And I keep trying to figure out what you're doing with all that hair, man. Now, you can feel how you want to feel, but I'm like an employer. I employ people. So when I'm walking through the hallway and I try to think of you traveling with me and you sitting in a meeting with me, I try to imagine you in your suit sitting there talking business with me. And so just like other employers are, I'm just having a real story with you. So I said, man, you ought to consider cutting your hair. He said, man, Mr. Harvey, I've been growing his hair since I was a little boy. I said, how old are you now? He said, 28. I said, well, how long you want to hang on to what you was when you was a little boy? You know, if you started growing your hair when you were a teenager, I mean, you're 28 now. What we, and I said, so let me help you understand something. Let me, let me ask you something. What does it do for you? He said, man, it's just who I am. It's, 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 I said, so you your hair? He said, no, no, but it's a part of me. I say, that part of you that you're hanging on to, what does it do for you? I just like it. Well, dog, I like ice cream, but I eat that. But if I hang on to ice cream and eat ice cream every single day, my body gonna reflect that. What is it that you hanging on to that you don't want to let go of? That's prohibiting you from being what all you can be. See, it's hard to be what all you can be if you want to keep being all you was. Don't that make sense to you? So I'm, I can't tell you how many times I've had to change. 
Change is necessary to grow. You can't be all you can be if you want to keep hanging on to all you was. That don't make no sense. How do you go forward if you keep going backwards? You can't stay here and go there. Do you understand that? If you want to go over there, you must remove yourself from right here. Oh, I got right here is comfortable. I got right here is safe. But over there is where the shade is. Over there is where the fruit is. Over there is where the opportunity is. Over there is where the mountain of gold is. So why you stuck on here? You got to leave here to go over there. You can't be all you can be if you want to stay stuck on who you was. Change is growth is necessary, y'all. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 21 minutes after the hour, 21 minutes after the hour, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Shirley Strawberry, how are Hey, you good today? morning. Happy Friday, Steve. Carla Pharrell. Hello, crew. How you Everybody doing? Do. What's up, Junior? Morning, up. Uh. Oh, man. <laughs> Same time. Tommy, what's going My on, My dog. What's up, huh? Food, Chanton Brown. What up, Steve? What up? All day. All day long. And on. And on. Just a little taste of what today is going to be back. Jay, did you just call me Steve? Uh, yes, sir. I yeah, well, it's going to be Mr. Harvey from now. Mr. Harvey from now. Okay, no problem. Where did it come from? from? Yeah, yeah but we're going to address this like. a little bit if, later. Well, yeah, if that's what you like, no problem out of me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're going to address it later, but we're going to start now. Mr. Harvey. Is that just for Jay? Excuse me? Steve, I was saying, you Steve, saying is that Steve. just for Jay? You just heard the man. You just called me, Steve? <laughs> yeah, I was saying, well, Steve, what I was saying is that just for you Jay ain't to get call the you memo. Mr. No. Whoa. Oh, that memo. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, oh. Mr. Harvey. Okay. <laughs> All right, now. <laughs> wow. Mr. Harvey, huh? That no, takes too long. Th- what just hurt? You are, oh, as far as I'm concerned. You are. Oh, Mr. All day Harvey. I'm, I'm oh, you really that. tripping. Oh, you really tripping. You going to allow that? You've been yeah, off at, for all my life. <laughs> at 841, <laughs> be listening to this show. <laughs> at 841, Mr. Harvey will be issuing a statement. <laughs> but Steve, wait a, I mean, Mr. Harvey, wait Sick a minute. Sick of all y'all. <laughs> Steve, oh, dang it, us? Mr. Harvey. You sick of us? Huh? So oh, at 841, what's going to happen? Oh, no, a little surprise. I don't even want to oh, okay. say a statement because it, it okay. really don't deserve addressing. Mm-hmm. But since everybody like to talk, lie, mix, confuse mm-hmm. the truth, you know, the Internet is an amazing place right now. So any little coward can just put a lie out there and then just make and then just blend stories. We going to unblend something at 841. <laughs> <laughs> the unblending at 841 yeah. Eastern. No. So so are you are you uncle Mr. Harvey? How do I do? Mr. Uncle. Mr. How uncle. about Mr. Uncle? Mr. Yeah, Mr. Uncle, uncle Harvey. Yeah. I don't That's too many titles. You know what? Mr. Uncle. You know what? I, I like kind of like uncle. that but it's taking too much. So I'm going to just you <laughs> yeah. go with uncle. <laughs> I'll stay with uncle. Yeah. You can stay with uncle. 
Okay. Jay, you can find another way to call me something. You're going to have to get a little bit more formal. <laughs> all this friendship we done had 30 years and all that. Don't worry about that. Formal. Uh, Jay, you're supposed uh, to say something like yeah. my uh, lord. Oh, my I lord. Got, no, no, no. Grace. Oh, I got a name for you. Don't worry. Mr. How many oh, yeah. words is it? <laughs> oh, 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 a lot of syllables. <laughs> but, but it got Mr. in the front, Jay. It's always got Mr. Yeah. Mr. It better well, not right be another that. M. <laughs> oh, no. It, 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 I tell you what, it better, I bet it better not be another M in there, though. All right, coming up, we got something funny. Uh, Mother's Day is this weekend. We'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're back. It's Mother's Day weekend this weekend. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. This yeah. is the one right here. This is the one that Great counts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's Mattis. Um, mm-hmm. I got, got my mama some. Where'd you get her? Oh, she got a lot. I spent some money on mom. Mama lady. Yeah, you always, you mm-hmm. always do. For mm-hmm. mom, you go out. For mom. Yeah. Right. yeah. Now, let me ask y'all. This is my first time with this. Can you overdo mama and not give wife the same? I mean, does that does that create oh, a problem? You don't go. don't let them know that yeah. you did that. Yeah, but, but my, my mama gonna, t- gonna let her know. Yeah, mama gonna tell it. Yeah, mama yeah. gonna tell it. Yeah, mama gonna well, stunt. Yeah. <laughs> do you not buy them equal the same? How do you do that? You take you gonna care get of your mama both. and your wife the same thing? Yeah. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. I say, but do you? Know, I always spend a lot on my mom. This, you know. So I'm trying to figure out, am I supposed to spend the same amount or even more on your wife? How how are you supposed to do that? You got to come correct on both. But Yeah. 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 So you, know. you, you can't shortchange your wife right. and just no. you know, a, a load on your mom. You can't like, do right. it that way. Buy your mom a house. Yeah. And, and your wife <laughs> yeah, you do that, Thomas. a candy. A card. Yeah. yeah you shortchange your wife, Thomas. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> See what happened to you. <laughs> yeah, you can't and you do that. You cannot get your wife a uh something that's not personal it has yeah. to be personal yeah. can't get yeah, a blender right. or a vacuum cleaner nothing like that oh uh, no no you cannot no. get I a wish vacuum. you would come or in here some pots <laughs> some pots even if you need one you can't get it what am i going to do with some pots well you <laughs> yeah on. but you <laughs> no no you ain't no. going to do a damn thing no you ain't going to do nothing with no <laughs> pots right no. you Bang need to them take together them. Take them to graduation and bring them together with somebody walking. Yeah. No, no, no appliances. Yeah. You're right, Steve. No appliances. Now, the, mm-hmm. the rule I used to use with my mom, because my mom loved hats. She really loved a oh, lot uh-huh. of hats. And she loved ugly hats. So if I ever went to the store, I would pick the ugliest hat there. Mm-hmm. She And I would give it to her. She loved it. She was Aww. like, oh, my God, that is so great. So, yeah, a hat's got to be personal. Uh-huh. Something ugly. Okay, so I, I bought my mama some diamond earrings. That's good. That's awesome. Very beautiful. But I haven't bought my wife nothing yet. I'm still trying to figure out. So do I I have to match or go beyond that? I got an easy fix, Tommy. Go ahead. What is? Give him one one earring each. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, listen to him. Idiotic, Jay. <laughs> Listen to your friends. See what happens. Give one, give one the right ear and the other one the left ear. And a blender. And, see and, what a, and a blender. See what happened to your, your ass. 
<laughs> oh, this is the right ear, baby. <laughs> that is dumb. <laughs> I like it, though. You I like, like it. it. I like oh, it. God. Steve, Tommy, don't do that. Don't listen here. to Jay. Yeah. <laughs> that him. might work. And they can call each other whenever they, whenever they need the other yeah. one if you're really yeah. going somewhere. Oh. Said, this, this brings them together. <laughs> Are you going anywhere this weekend? No. Can I get the left <laughs> earring? <laughs> that's it. That's Dave. perfect, Tommy. No, no. No, no. no that's Tommy. Tommy, that's a great idea. No, Go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that. No, no, that's perfect, man. That's real smart. I thought so too. I actually thought, but see, man, that's slick, man. The fact that we agreeing on something, man, you don't know how that made me feel, man. And don't stop there. Gloves, you got to give them gloves. (laughs) (laughs) Some white gloves. One, one each. One glove apiece. I love it, Jay. Steve, please, come on. You're the king of gift giving. No, 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 no. You are. No, I want Tommy to do this. (laughs) We're begging him to do it, actually. You can take that one in ring. Boy, the call that you're going to get on Monday. I I got one more. I got one more. Six roses. Six, right? Uh Mm -hmm. You gave the other six. To your mom, right? Uh-huh. So right. six apiece, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, Equal. half a dozen. Yeah, you go. I like that. Man, you're going to be so damn homeless. <laughs> He's going to be so divorced. What bridge you going to be at times? I can bring something to eat. <laughs> that's what you going to be at. A warm meal. It's going to be good, Let man. me know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Spread the love around. I like it. Spread the love, man. Steve, I can't believe Steve's not saying anything because he is an expert, Jay, in, in giving gifts. Oh, I he really can lay it out. Yeah. He knows he really, how to really, 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 really give yeah. But you know what, though? Really, I'm huh. agreeing with this because I'm going to break this teaming up these two fools. <laughs> this everything Jay say he agree with, everything Tommy say he agree with. Uh-huh. I'm going to go but, on and let this one happen. But <laughs> everything you say Junior agrees with. <laughs> no, because it and makes you, sense. Yeah. Jay and Tommy Jay don't make no sense. sense. They do make sense. One earring apiece, one glove, and six roses. This going. This this what we we gonna go with that. Are you busy tonight? No. Well, can I borrow the love? Can I borrow the earring? That's all. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going out. That's all. Think, think he, of the closeness they're gonna be, man. How close they're gonna Tommy, be. And Tommy, he ain't even married. You taking advice from Jay? Yes. Yeah. This is crazy. That's what I don't understand. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Wow. <laughs> well. Yeah, what kind of Tommy, gifts did you give in the I mean, past? Tommy, uh, and just go on and just use this for everything. <laughs> what do you mean, Like Steve? Christmas, too, you mean? What do you mean, Steve? I mean, like everything. Handiwork, all that. I don't care what it is. Your mama <laughs> with a new dough, give her the dough, give your wife the dough now. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't don't stop don't Everything. Stop. I like it. <laughs> use that logic, Steve. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Steve, you are taking him to the divorce Give one the television, the other one the stand. Yeah, I like it. I like it. (laughs) With the remote. With the remote. You see? Give one of them them some sneakers. Give the other one the shoestring. And just watch them have to work together. It just it just brings them closer, man. It just don't yeah. make, it make the family time. That's what time. I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah, what Tommy. I'm saying. Yeah, keep doing that. Buy one of them the car and get the other one the car key. Yeah. <laughs> I like this it. Not I like work. it. Tommy, I like don't it. listen to this, them, Tommy. Carla and I are mothers. Do not listen mm-hmm. to them. And wise. And wise. Here you go, Tommy. Here you go, Tommy. 
Give them a bra. <laughs> give one of them the right cup and get the other <laughs> left cup. No, no. My now, mama, let me tell you something. I done seen your wife, mama. <laughs> And your, and, and your wife. <laughs> he said my mama's stronger than my wife. When your wife, when your wife get the other cup, it's gonna be useless. Uh, oh, happy Mother's Day! Happy Mother's Day, Mom. This happy Mother's Day, Mama. Uh-huh. Jay, you gotta meet my mama, man. You ain't met my mama. I mom, can't man. wait. I love moms. I love moms. Yeah. Big moms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up, the nephew's new bit, Who You Mad At Now. It's coming up right after this. They're gonna be mad at you. We'll be back. <laughs> All right, we back, y'all. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann going to get us all caught up on today's national news. What's the latest Ooh. from the White House? Why we say that every day? Cause it's uh, because it's latest from day. the White House. I don't it's know why the hell. Something. I don't know why the hell my letter to some staff members is bigger than some damn White House. Okay. It's bigger than the FBI. It's bigger than Russia and Comey. Yeah, yeah all this here. Because I wanted some peace. <laughs> Not Damn. to be ambushed. Yeah. Damn, dog. I just asked for some peace. You can't walk up on Oprah and them. I'm just sitting there trying to... Anyway, they're going to do a story on Eden right? I don't even know what the hell going on. They want to... Oh. Kevin Frazier want to help me out there because he, he understand it. But I don't know. We're at 841, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is radio yeah, 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 yeah. About an hour from now on this here radio show. Yes, yeah. come on, Steve. <laughs> Ah, some things off your chest. But you know what? We actually start now because this is the new segment called Who You Mad At Now. You can actually start now if you want to. You can call (laughs) in and get it off your chest because you seem to be really hot right now. You're saving yours. You're saving yours. 841 Eastern. 841. It's building up. Let's go to the phone. Let's find out who they mad at now. Okay. Nephew Tommy, who is this? How you doing? It's Corey from Buffalo. What's up, Corey? Who you mad at now, man? Hey, I'm mad at The Rock. Every time you turn around, he on TV doing something. He's selling trucks. He he, he doing all kinds of commercials. You can't get no movie without him being in it. (laughs) Samuel Jackson can't even get a job because of The Rock. Uh, (laughs) If it ain't The Rock or Kevin Hart, you ain't in it. Uh, he even beat up everybody in wrestling. Now he just took over the fast that few years. Rock. Rock. Can't be nothing without the Rock. I think he might pass it coming up this weekend. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you mad at the Rock? You mad at the Rock? That's a lovable guy. Yeah, we don't judge what you mad at. You mad at it? That's what you mad at. Okay. Exactly. I don't. I don't even think he has to wear a shirt because his body just climate control. I don't never see the rock sweat. You don't never see him in any precarious situation. You don't hear about him in the news. That's why I'm mad. The rock needs to get some real life situations going on. Well, hell. Hey, man. You ain't been hearing about me? <laughs> he got some real no, life situations. Stay in the news. I don't even know why I'm in the news. When I read it, I'll be going, what the hell am I news for? <laughs> And I'm, sitting, I'm scared to talk to Corey because, hell, I got five TV shows. I know he's sick of my ass, too. So. <laughs> you need to be more here, like The Rock. <laughs> if he mad if the I rock. had all them muscles, well, I really got seven shows. They really going to be pissed off in a minute. Cause... <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Lord. If he mad Thank you, rock, Corey. Boy, he got to be mad at Steve Hart. <laughs> I think he going to be my pastor come Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right, let's take another. Yeah, I got another. Come on. 
Nephew Tommy, who's this? This is Elle from Chicago. How are you, Tommy? I'm good, baby. Tell me, Elle, who you mad at now, baby? Man, I am living with CPS. How in the fudging frat? How? I mean, yeah, they told me not to swear, so I'm trying my best, but I'm irritated. How in the fudging frat? The NBA gave you a million. Chance gave you a million. D. Rose gave you a million. For three million extra unfunded, unbudgeted dollars, you mean you simple, not going to school, getting educated in a system that you're trying to corrupt? You can't find three more weeks of education for these kids. And then they come out the other day and say we $600 million in an educational deficit. What the heaven? What the hell? What the hell? You know what? I'm really, I'm really more interested in how you cuss. Really, I like your style of cussing. <laughs> what the heaven? Okay, so you mad? You mad at the at the at the Chicago um, school public system? Schools, public school yeah, system. They can't count. They can't budget. They don't value the children. You six hundred million dollars in educational deficit, but you driving around in Cadillacs and Benz and a doggone president wife get escorted. What the fudge? Really, Chicago? I need you to really express that G in that fudge, though. I need that strong. I need you to just go ahead and cuss, because this is throwing me off. (laughs) It can be done, Jay. It can be done. All right. Thank you, L. Dumbfounded and stuff. You know, we can't spell. She said, we can't spell. Thank you for calling, baby. I just want to know who you mad at now. That's all. Mm-hmm. What the fudge? <laughs> <laughs> what the heaven? <laughs> Let's you take another one. one. Mm-hmm. Nephew Tommy, who is this? Hey, this is Edward at uh, <clears throat> Greenwood, South Carolina. Greenwood, South Carolina, man. What's going on? Who you mad at now, Edward? I'm mad at Trump, man. President Trump. Um, he's allowing these roads, you know, get torn up. Good roads. And, you know, we can still have to pay for these roads, but the tax, the gas taxes are going up on these roads that don't, that, have, that haven't got fixed yet. You know, mm-hmm. and they, they allow, they're allowing the good roads to tear them up, but the bad roads, it's just, it's still going like they're normal. They're, they're not fixing the bad roads. Okay, they they fixing the, the good road already fixed, and they fixing it even more? Yeah. Okay. Man, what the hell are you talking about? I have no the idea. He's mad at the trucks for messing up the roads. That's what. Is that right, sir? I'm mad at Ed. Trump. No, he's mad at Donald Trump. Donald Trump. He's mad at he's the mad president. At Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Uh, because he's not, for fix, not he's, fixing. He's not fixing the roads. Infrastructure. Mm. Right. Yeah. You the state level. I know. I did. I thought <laughs> what I thought. That's You're not mad problem. at the state, Edward? Yeah, I'm mad at them too. Okay. <laughs> hey, Edward, you mad at Steve Harvey too, Edward? Cause you just mad at him. I ain't Edward, mad at Steve Harvey. Now that you mention it, I'm mad at that too. <laughs> What'd you say about Steve, Edward? Nah, Steve Harvey, my man. That's my man. He's cool. I like, I like the family feud. You know what I'm saying? My yeah. Man. All right. Me Thank you, wife, man. Me and my wife watch that all the time at night. And when I Hell can't yeah. It, when I can't watch it at night, I be on the road. I be a, I'm a truck driver. And I be on the road, you know, that sometimes I can't watch it. But if I'm at home, I watch it sometimes. You in the truck now, Hell sir? Yeah. yeah, I'm in the truck driving. Hit now. that horn for me. Hit the horn for me, man. Let me hear it. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> now, you on, the, you, you on the bad road or the good road right now, Edward? I'm on an all right road. It's not good or bad. You know, it's, it's all right, you know. But it's, it's, 
I guess the count. I think the the government of South Carolina needs, you know, needs to talk to these people about these roads, man. And it's you know, and then they, we got to pay more gas taxes. Gas taxes price should be lower, but you know what I'm saying? They're allowing it to go up now. So everybody in South Carolina gonna be spending a lot more money than gas, and that's the top of us for taking a trip. Okay. Mm. All right. All right, he educated me. Right. Yeah, know, that's yeah. Jay, right. you from South Carolina? Yeah, don't put me in that. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Blame well, it I'm on a, Jay. <laughs> I'm originally I'm a really, I'm a really from Freeport, New York. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Well, you got more uh-huh. South Carolina in your voice than New York in your voice. You really do. You've probably been down there a long time. A long time. A long time. Right. Anybody else you mad at here before we go? Nah, that's it. But hey, how? I want to uh, holler at Tommy and see if he can do a prank call tomorrow, tomorrow morning on my wife, though, man. Mm, and then she's going to be mad at you. We, we can work out the prank call. I can definitely do that. And there it is, Uncle Steve. Who you mad at now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all. I like The Rock. Yeah. Man, man, <laughs> man, 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 his body climate control. Yeah. I'm mad because he's in shape. That's what the hell I'm mad at. <laughs> I can look like that if I put the time in, but I don't Time, <laughs> <laughs> you can get it. I can, I can get like if I want to. The way I'm gonna put jokes together if I'm in the gym. <laughs> I don't know when you're gonna have time to write if you on curls. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, you guys have any Mother's Days this weekend? Um, you know, a big day, big mm-hmm. day, Mother's Day, yeah. where we celebrate moms. Um, you guys have any good childhood memories? Yes. Um, or any memories, period. I always tried to outdo my sister every year. It was That was my goal, to make sure I gave my mom a bigger gift than my sister. Even when I didn't have money, I lied <laughs> about it. Like, I'm going to get you this. But one year I gave my mother a color television set. Uh-huh. And I, no, the big screen, the biggest one that they had, and my sister was like, this is the first time I heard my sister curse, she went, damn, all I got is a card. <laughs> <laughs> so you won that year? You, you won. <laughs> you know, that's an old story where somebody say a color television set. Yeah. <laughs> like you had an option of buying the black and white. Black and white, or right. Well, well back then you did. What about you, Big Dog? It reminds me uh-huh. of that scene in Johnson's family vacation with you and Sid, and y'all and were trying I'll to outdo each other. Do each other. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah, I never had to compete. Well, I was the youngest one in my family, so my brothers and oh, sisters yeah, were baby. 11 years older than me. My youngest mm-hmm. brother 11 years older than me, so they had money. I didn't, you know. I got my mama evening in Paris, man, every year. What is that, yeah. Perfume? Yeah, what you was girl, that? you ain't know what evening in Paris. I, I didn't know what that uh-huh. was. Now, is that better taking than taking a guess? Is that better than white diamonds? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> he said it. Oh, white diamonds? No. Dog, I was so poor. I gave my mama the perfume for Mother's Day, and at Christmas mm-hmm. I got her the powder. Oh, yeah, to oh, break yeah. it up. Yeah, you couldn't get yeah. the whole set. Boy, yeah. one time came out here that set, man, for $8. <laughs> What? I saved all year long, man. Got down there and had bought the last gift set. Uh $8. The powder, the perfume, the body wash, baths. Oh, man. I gave her that, man. I cried. 
Oh. Came in Did that little ultra it? dark. But hell yeah, man. My mom wore that even in pants. But when That's white diamonds came out, ooh, ooh mm-hmm. Liz Taylor. Yeah, uh-huh. Well, my mama true. wanted that white diamond. Good boy, if I could get me some white diamonds slick. Mm-hmm. My daddy went out there and bought her that white diamonds. Boy, my mama wore that. Woof. So then Aww, I said, okay, so okay, mm-hmm. okay. He going to sit up here and try to show out because he working. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to save all my damn money this year. I was hustling and pop bought, bought, bought my mama some white diamonds for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, boy. That's so nice special. that you you had a goal, you worked for it, you worked hard, you you, you know, you but, yeah, Moms are appreciative, that. though. You could give yeah. moms anything. Yeah. They just love that you give them something you care. Like I picked her flowers yeah. one day. Boy, mm-hmm. my mama said, that's so beautiful. She didn't know I took them out to people's yards on the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just stop <laughs> by. Oh, man, that's then that damn you. Miss Payne come over. I, your son took four tulips out my yard. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, you old bitter heifer. <laughs> See me trying to well, you did steal them, dog. Yeah, yeah, but you know, she gonna tell, though. <laughs> I had a nice bouquet, man. I went, I went around on a couple other blocks, had my bike, put them mm-hmm. down in my little satchel I had across my little banana seat, man. Had a little mm-hmm. saddlebag and collected. I had a nice, had some, you know, some lilies, all that. Lilies, yeah. tulips, some dandelions. I had a nice bouquet, man. Creative That's little so- dude. Fixed it all mm-hmm. up, man. Took it in the house. Then this heifer gonna come over later talking about your son stole. <laughs> oh, look at this, you heifer. Uncle, you ain't supposed to steal on your street, though. At least go yeah. two streets go over. Go two streets over. <laughs> Dog, everybody that, didn't have nice flower bed. I had to go streets over. Miss Payne had a nice yard. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, don't All worry right. about that. Here she is with today's <laughs> national <laughs> headline news. Oh, heifer gonna tell you he stole four tulips. So damn what? Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Trill. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I guess you got to do what you got to do. Anyway, good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Good morning, C. Shirley Carla, everybody out there, Jr. Uh, sad news for a lot of people in Florida. Former Florida Representative uh, Corrine Brown, after an historic 25-year career in Congress, she's been found guilty of taking money from a charity that was purported to be giving scholarships to poor students. Corrine Brown is 70 years old. During the trial, prosecutors outlined a pattern of fraud by Brown and her top aide that they say included using hundreds of thousands of dollars from this charity called the One Door for Education Foundation for lavish parties and trips and shopping excursions. Corrine Brown convicted of 18 of the 22 charges against her, including lying on her taxes and on her congressional financial disclosure forms. Corrine Brown faces a stiff prison term when sentenced, as she may be appealing. The Trump White House still handling questions over the president's firing of FBI Director James Comey because it seems the story keeps changing. First, the official reason was that because of the way Comey handled the Clinton email stuff, but lawmakers on both sides doubted that one, since even Clinton said she felt Comey's 11th hour announcement of a new probe at least partially derailed her White House chances. Then the president claimed it was because Comey was ruining the agency and its morale. And then that charge was refuted by acting FBI Director Andrew McKay before a congressional committee. He's a showboat. He's a grandstander. The FBI has been in turmoil. You know that. I know that. Everybody knows that. I can tell you that Director Comey enjoyed broad support within the FBI and still does to this day. By the way, it's not now known how long Andrew McCabe is going to have that acting director position. Then Trump spoke to NBC's Lester Holt and brought up the Russia election meddling probe. I actually asked him. I said, if it's possible, would you let me know, am I under investigation? He said, you are not under investigation. 
So that was that. And then Vice President Pence said the president was merely following the recommendation of Deputy Attorney General Rod uh, Rosenstein. But Trump told NBC he intended to fire Comey no matter what the Justice Department said. So it's kind of keeps changing. And I guess it had to happen, or maybe not. Anyway, just in time for Mother's Day, you can choose to give mommy some KFC chicken plus KFC's new romance novel called KFC's Wings of Desire. To call their affair passionate was an understatement. Sometimes it seemed as though Madeline and Colonel Sanders had been made to love each other, and they tried to do so. Really? Anyway, it comes with any chicken order. It's 96 pages. You can download it free from Amazon. (laughs) One reviewer said it was like eating a bucket of the Colonel's chicken. Okay, I'm done. Eugene the Butterfly, 20 minutes after the hour. Stay tuned to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, Here we go. Y'all know what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, it's him. Come on, Steve. You can do Eugene. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. <laughs> Stephen, Tommy, Shirley, Carla, Jr., J. Anthony Brown. Let me say this to all of you all. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh-huh. uh, you, you're not gonna, you're not ready for this. Wednesday night, of course, was the opening night for the play in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Mama's uh-huh. boy. That I'm, st- I'm, you know, I'm one of the stars. Anyway, there was a special guest in the audience on Thursday oh. night who came to see the show. And yes. guess what? They are going to tell you exactly. Who was the greatest one in this show? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all of my crew here, Jay uh-huh. Anthony Brown came to yes. the show right, on Jay. Thursday night. Yeah, yeah, I went nice. to the play. All right, Jay. Can, can I, Mr. Harvey, well, wait, can wait, I? Wait, 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 Jay, yeah, let me yeah, say this. Because mm-hmm. for years, Jay, I've been telling them who is the, the, the greatest one in this body mm-hmm. that represents this show, that represents right. um, the body. And mm-hmm. he was able to see Tommy do his part, and he was able to see me do my part. So, hands down, here it is. He's going to let y'all know. He's going to set the record straight up in this piece and let y'all know who was the greatest of all. Go ahead, Jay. First of all, the play was wonderful. Everybody wow. did a great oh, that's job. Good. That's good. It was really good. Funny. Nice. Get to the part. Get to the part. Hands down. Here the person who's, who just stole the show. Oh, Come wow. on. And whenever, oh. whenever they came out, uh-huh. they just Tell took him. over. Really? Come on, Jay. When they came out, people went, oh, my. Oh, my. They were just. Uh-huh. Crazy. Yes. Come on, Jay. Yes. Come on. No doubt in my mind. In your mind. It was uh-huh. definitely. You were definitely. You yeah, were because there. I was sitting right yeah, there. You were there. Nephew Tommy stole the uh, show. Oh. Uh, what? Go ahead, Tommy. Tommy. Tommy you did. All right, yeah. Tommy. Yeah. Go ahead, Tommy, boy. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, that boy got chopped. He got apple. Yeah. Hey, man, one thing yeah. about Tommy, he can, he can act. act. He, he can act. act. He can yeah. act. Tommy did. Man, he did the damn thing. I'm wow. telling you. So yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. James yeah. Anthony Brown. <laughs> yes. What? Tell it to You me. did not just sit here and do this. I set this up. You didn't. Told the truth. Told he did. You came you. backstage and told me I did an excellent job. You, you did came, do an excellent job. I'm not saying you did. You did an excellent job. Why would you sit here in front of my peers, in front of my coworkers, in front of all of my friends that are listening? I'm not your peer. <laughs> I ain't why, your friend. Why would you sit? You, you don't know what you've done. And you're supposed to be on my side. You... I, I think he meant you were good. I'm not saying you were good, yeah. Butterfly. You did great. Uh-huh. You sat here and told him Tommy stole the show. That's what you sat here and told these people. Well, it is. It's Tommy. Yeah. Tommy better actor. You uh-huh. better My act. friend Felix is listening to this. Aww. How come Felix wasn't there? Felix is coming Saturday night, but now I guess he's going to be coming and looking at Tommy because he's going to want to see what Jay talking about. Why would you do this? He didn't say you weren't good, Butterfly. He didn't say I was not great either. And I thought I was great. And he came back and told me I did a wonderful job. Why would you? You thought you was great. (laughs) He told you you did a good job. 
Uh, you always think you great. No, are, I was good, Steve. I was really, really, really uh, great. I was. <laughs> Why would you? I, Jay, Jay, James you Anthony run, Brown. So. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, you asked me to tell the truth, and I did. I'm sorry. Are you sure, you, Jay? You he, saw Tommy the play. Tommy stole the show. <laughs> he said it again. Jay Man. Anthony Brown, it's on in your life. Watch yourself. <laughs> Watch what? yourself. All right, uh, Jay is going to murder another hit when we come back. <laughs> Calm down, Butterfly. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We back. It's time to murder a hit, hey, Jay. Yes, sir. Oh, Mr. Harvey. Yes, Mr. Harvey. Yes, yes. <laughs> Get it right. 841. We're going to settle myself. it. <laughs> Eight, 841 Eastern on this show. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Going to get it said. That's right, Mr. Harvey. (laughs) (laughs) What he said. (laughs) All right, here we go. This song is by Yuma. Is that her name? Yuma Mm -hmm. Usher's protege. Yuma and Usher. uh, Yuma. Yuma. Well, you know. You know. You know. You know. You know. Song was called Crushed, but this song has what we did a little different. It's about men who have a little problem in the bedroom. Check it out. Oh, there's sugar. You reach Mr. Hard Rock. Mr. Hard Rock's not home right now. I'm out doing hard rock things. Leave a message and I'll call you back. That won't be hard to do. Get it? I'm calling just to give advice to you. Okay, all right. You had trouble last time, boo. So get those pills that's blue. Okay, you would keep going down, 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 down. You keep letting me down, 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 down. You are not the man you say you are. Stop telling ladies that you drive them crazy. Two minutes and you're asleep. You keep letting me down, 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 down. I'll stop coming around, round, 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 You can check me out every Thursday at J-Spot, Los Angeles, California, 16th and 17th, Laugh Comedy Lounge, and a clean Texas, and May 27th, Jambox, Dallas, Texas. Okay. You think Eugene will come see me in? You think? I don't know, Jay. You cut him pretty deep uh, today, yeah, man. I don't think Not he's going to yeah. Oh, no, he threw with you. Yeah, he, he <laughs> you done. That dude right there, he don't come back. He don't snap. Did he call back. me? Uh, did he insult me right before he walked in the room? Yeah, he said. Probably yeah, did. he called you a name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. call me a name. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh, wow. I thought we so were friends. Yeah, yeah. Y'all no, was. man. No, no. See, see. As soon as you go against him, he turns. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it rhymes he's... with hunk. <laughs> Chunk. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go good, Jay. I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you now. He's a, he's well, a, he asked he, me he, to tell the truth. I just he bitter, Jay. He is he's bitter. pretty upset, huh? Oh, really? Yeah. He he doesn't let stuff go, does he? No. Not at all. And now, what is he upset about? He's upset because I said Tommy was a better actor in the play. Tommy did better. Mm -hmm. And that really upset him. Well, he thought you were going to say it was him because you went backstage after the play and told him he was really good. Well, he was really good, but Uh he wasn't the best. Tommy was the best. Well... That's, I'm gonna have problems, huh? Yeah, I think yeah. you, yeah, misled yeah. him into thinking yeah. he. My life's gonna best. be a living hell. Yeah, no, your whole first year here. Go, go. Yeah, because he does not let stuff yeah. go. Wait a minute, Mm-mm. already. Mm-mm. Don't let this bring you down, though. Already got the church lady mad at me. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Well, maybe if you go see it again. No, I'm not going a- back. You'll have a different perspective. Who knows? Different perspective. <laughs> you never know, Jay. Oh, he and you know he and Steve, they speak, but it, they're uh, not on great terms. Yeah. yeah. So you don't like Steve either? No, I mean, Mr. Harvey. Yeah, Mr. Ooh, no, I don't care if he don't like me. Don't yeah, but but I'm I'm so new here. I need care. friends. Yeah, well. Hey, coming up is the nephew and his prank phone call. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, at the top of the hour, about five minutes after the hour, we got strawberry letter. Mm-hmm. But you know what we got right now, though? What's that? The food. <laughs> Prank phone call time. You already know what it is. No, you don't. What? So let me tell you. I want to date your mama. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Mother's Day weekend. That's I want to date your mama. <laughs> That's okay. the prank. <laughs> That's the prank. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh I'm trying to reach Miss Burns. This is James, this is her son. Uh how, how you doing, man? My name is Gordon. Gordon I just recently joined the church, man, within the last month, and I was trying to get in touch with, with Miss Burns. Uh one of the members gave me a number, but I guess they, they must have gave me the wrong number, I guess. It's, is this a home number or what what is this? A uh, hold up, hold up. Who, who 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 is this again? My name is Gordon. Gordon I'm 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 a new member at the church. Yeah. Uh, uh, is this your number? Yeah, man. This is my phone number. I'm James. I'm her son. Oh, that's your mom. Okay, that's your mother. Right. All right. Well, yeah, my bad, man. I was trying to get in touch with Miss Burns. Now, is, do you have a, um, a cell or a home number somewhere I can get in touch with Miss Burns? Wait, wait, wait. Tell me, tell me, tell me. You, you, your name is what? Gordon, Gordon. Gordon. Right. I just joined the church, man, so I might not have met you yet, James. Okay. Well, God bless you, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Is, is there any way I can get your mom's uh, home number from you? Uh, I mean, you, you just joined the church. I mean, I don't, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to talk to her. I mean, is there anything? Is there a message I could pass on to her though? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see if it's all right for, uh, for me to take her out. I, I've been seeing her for the last. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell me now, you, you were just saying that you were a new member to the church, and somebody gave you. Or they were attempting to give you my mother's number, and you're asking me if you could take her out, man? Well, I wasn't asking you. I thought I had her phone number. I guess they gave me your number by mistake. Uh, you know, that's my reason for calling. I thought I was going to get her. I want to take her out, you know, maybe to dinner or something. Uh, well, I'll be quite honest, man. I just came back home from overseas from fighting and everything, man. And uh, 
I mean, you know, my pops just passed away not too long ago, and I ain't, you know, I ain't too keen on my mama going out with somebody. And besides, you, you don't even sound like you her age. She in her 60s, man. How old are you, man? I'm 36. Get the hell out of here. You How old, man? I'm 36. I'm 34. What the f- is you doing? You, you do realize my mom is pushing 60, right? Well, you know what, man? I, I look at it like uh, James, right? James, I look at it like, it's, you know, age ain't nothing but a number, man. It, it, it's what's in your heart, man, and how you carry yourself, you know? Yeah, but so my mom, hey, 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 but my mom ain't no cougar like that, and I know she ain't coming after you. All right, now, I remember her telling me that she tried some new things at this church, but going out with some that's 30, 30, how do you, you, you a baby, man. I'm, like, I'm, 30, I'm 36, dude. Man, you you like my brother or something, man. Ain't nowhere in the world my mama gonna be dating. Okay, 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 James, James, uh, let me say this, man. First of all, I didn't even know I was calling you. Second of all, I'm calling to speak with her. I'm not calling trying to get permission from you. Miss Burns is a grown woman. Miss Burns can decide. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. Now, I don't think you heard me, man. I just came back from fighting overseas. My pops passed away not too long ago. I am the man of the house. Let's get that straight right now, all right? I don't care if I'm still living at home or not. I'm the man of this house, all right? You calling to ask my mama on a date? Okay. Yeah, you might as well just stick to church, dog, because, you know, as I said, be blessed. But it ain't going to be no blessing from me to you. I tell you that right now. Okay, I'm not looking for a blessing from you at all, brother. You might now, want now, to I look got, for I, a blessing. But I respect the fact that you've been overseas and you've been fighting for this country, okay? But if I decide I want to... Uh, speak to Miss Burns about going out. I think Miss Burns has every right to decide if she would like to go out with Gordon or not. And Gordon wants to take her out. I just Hold the up. Hold the up. Look, bro, I don't care how old you say you are, all right? Number one, you're too young, as I already mentioned, all right? This ain't going down with you and my mom. Straight up. Hey, man, that's for your mama to decide. No, no, no. You, you bringing up my mama, you letting the word your mama come out your mouth again, that's going to get you up, all right? I don't know where you from. I don't give a how old you are. I'm 36, man. I know what church my mama go to, and, and it ain't gonna be her and you. You ain't gonna be asking her out, all right? I don't give a what it takes. I will show up on Sunday, catch your in the pulpit, or wherever you're gonna be sitting, in the back, in the choir, it don't matter. Something is going down. You are not gonna get with my mama like that. Got that? That's up for your mama to decide. If your mama want to go out with me to have dinner, ain't nothing wrong I'm with that, man. I'm, I'm, I'm deciding it right now. It ain't going to happen. I told you before, be blessed or get your whooped. You got two choices, all right? I didn't fight overseas three years to come back and also deal with my daddy dying and then come back. Man, I'm suffering from PSD, dog. I don't know what the I'm going to do unless you want to get you, it like you, that. You suffer from what? A PSD. Post-traumatic stress syndrome, and I will release all that on you. You got that? Uh, I don't play say, that. Hey, hey, man, listen, I don't want no trouble. It don't matter to me. You can catch oh, it. Oh, okay, look, man, listen, I ain't trying to have no trouble out you, man. All I'm going to say is this right here. I'm a, I'm a, I'll am I'm talk to your mom on Sunday, okay? You ain't going to talk to Are you not hearing me, man? I'm, I'm, okay. I'm going crazy right now. Okay, can I say this? Can I say one more thing to you, man, before you explode? You ain't got nothing else to say. I got one more thing before you explode, man. Is you listening? Yeah, man. James? What? Hey, man, I want to tell you this, man. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your mama <laughs> got me to prank phone call you. Get the f- 
out of here. Just who? Hey, man, this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Your mama told me, she said, my son been overseas, he been fighting. I'm glad to have him home. She said, we got to get him back in the spirit of laughing. Man, my mama, are you are you kidding me, man? We got you good. We listen to this show overseas, man. <laughs> First of all, I got to say thank you for fighting for this country. I want to ask you one more thing. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, nothing but the Steve Harvey morning show. Get it overseas and in the States, dog. Thanks, man. There it is. Happy Mother's Day, okay? I want to date your mama, all right? <laughs> I want to date your mama. There's really no nice way to say that, is it? <laughs> you got to be mama? very stern when you say it. I want to date your mama. Your mama. <laughs> Catch okay. me tonight. Tonight, I'm actually in Austin, Texas with the play Mama's Boy. Tonight is Austin, Texas, you and then back so to... Thank you, sir. And then back Goodness. to Dallas for Saturday and Sunday. There's two shows on Saturday, two shows on Sunday. Tonight, Austin, Texas, and then Saturday and Sunday back in Dallas. Tickets on sale right now. Doing good, too. Oh, that's great, Tommy. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, it's getting real crowded at the top, uh, according to Forbes. Sean Diddy Combs wow. maintained the top spot in this year's list of richest people in hip-hop. I didn't know that. Uh, but Jay-Z is right there. I would have thought it would be Jay-Z. Jay-Z mm-hmm. is right there. Bad Boy Entertainment founder Puffy once again topped Forbes' list. He has a net worth of anybody want to guess. Steve, you want to guess how much Diddy's worth? Nope. Just concerned with my own. $820 million. Wow. $820 How much? Okay. $820? Yes, $820. He can't round that out. Oh, that ain't no money. It's <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> always, always somebody. That's, that's all he real got. Right there. <laughs> that's yeah. From your spirit right there. <laughs> can't round he, can't round, he can't round that out. Jay-Z's right behind him wow. with $810 million. million. That's a 30% increase from 2016. Dr. Dre slid into number three with a still impressive $740 million, Steve. How much? $740 Jump million. Chain. <laughs> <laughs> wow, good man. I thought he had some money. <laughs> he broke uh, yeah. He broke <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, Jay, uh, I mean, uh, Dr. Dre has $740 million, thanks to mostly to his share of his beat sale to and Apple beats, man. back in 2014. Yeah. Some savvy yeah. investments. All right. Coming up Some next, Strawberry Letter. Yeah. They one, strong. two, and three. Ooh, mm-hmm. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. The Strawberry Letter is coming up next. But first, Steve, now you're a grandfather, so I have to come to you. Oh, I thought we- you were still talking about this money. Okay. No, no, you, <laughs> oh, you still I, marinating I, on yeah. that? <laughs> you didn't want to comment on that. <laughs> no, I and don't, we- but I'm sure thinking about it, though. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, we turn to our grandparents. Like I said, you're a grandfather. We turn to our grandparents for parenting advice. We turn to them for knowledge. But according to a new study, their expertise might not be as helpful as we think. Grandparents' baby raising practices could be a bit dated, okay? Almost a quarter of nanas and papas didn't know that babies should be put to sleep on their backs. Not their tummies, not their sides. They should put, be put to sleep on their backs. And almost half of them, that's like 44% of them, believed ice baths are a good way to lower high fever. 
but they can actually lower body temperature too much, leading to a risk for hyperthermia. Okay, Steve, I got to ask you, are, are you doing some, you know, some dated practices in your um, grandfathering, I no, should say? No, I don't do nothing. I know how to put a baby <laughs> to sleep. That's all I care about. <laughs> how know, do you do I it? play with you for a little while. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. I, I put my little grandson Noah in the in the little life raft, you know, the mm-hmm. little ring that fit under the kid's arm. They sit in the seat, uh-huh. but the water ring fits under their arm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I push him out to the middle of the pool. He loves that. Then he got to kick about a thousand times to get back over to the side. Uh-huh. And then as soon as he get out there, I just push his ass back out there again. <laughs> About that fourth push, his little ass is exhausted <laughs> from all that sleep. kicking. Yeah, I got a I got a picture of him sleep in the pool. Everybody mad at me when they come home. Why is the grandbaby sleep in the pool? That's where he fell asleep. At. <laughs> yeah, you want me to wake his ass up? <laughs> Let the baby sleep. Oh, in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep water, not man. We got a heated pool. That water is warm like bath water. His ass went to sleep. He was comfortable. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Time a to get thousand, to a letter. It's a thousand kicks to get back to the side. <laughs> Push his ass Let out there four dad. times. His ass is done. <laughs> Papa Harvey. All right. Let's get to the strawberry letter. <laughs> All right. Buckle up. Hold on tight. Supposedly, it's a good one. Strawberry letter. 23. Well, it's really short, too. Uh, subject, living hell. Okay, I've been there. <laughs> Dear Stephen Shirley, every since, that's what the letter says, every since I got married, my mother-in-law is such a black you-know-what. Hmm. One time, my husband took me to her house to see her, and she slammed the door right in my face, took a knife and pointed it at me. She called the police. And said I tried to hit her over the head with a rock. Stephen Shirley, I want to throw her over a bridge or push her in front of a car. Help me, please. This is like throw mama from the train. (laughs) That's it. That's the letter. That's the letter. All right. uh, To me, you don't have a mother-in-law problem. You have a husband issue here. Um, You know, his mom is crazy, obviously. Um... You know, she's rude. Who would slam the door in someone's face? Who would take a knife and point it at them and then call the police? Uh, You don't mention if anything happened, why you guys don't like each other. You don't mention any of that. So I'm just going to assume that she just doesn't think you're good enough for her precious son and that you took her son away from her. But again, her son, your husband, needs to step in here. I mean, he certainly cannot let his mom treat you this way, disrespect you this way. You are his wife. You know, he has to leave and cleave. He's got to leave and his parents and his family and cleave to you. You are his wife. Yeah, again, I don't know what happened to make her think this way or feel this way about you. Uh, it sounds to me like she's just crazy. And he's a mama's boy and he needs to step in and do something. Steve? Well, well, well. <laughs> <sighs> so short, so sweet. Mm-hmm. So little time. <laughs> Yo, mama in law is the mama-in-law from hell. Yes. Okay, get in line. <laughs> a lot of people got that problem. I happen to have a really, really cool uh, set of in-laws. 
My father-in-law and my mother-in-law are two of the nicest people I've ever met. You so, mentioned that. Yeah. I, I mean, really, they're just mm-hmm. really, really sweetheart of people. You, know? you wasn't that lucky. No. <laughs> you done ran up into this bat out of hell. <sighs> now, your husband standing there obviously ain't doing nothing about it. Because either one or two things is happening here. Either your husband's scared of his mama, too, or your husband don't like you either. <laughs> now, sometimes you just got to face it. You're stupid. Sometimes you have to face it. What? What is it again, Steve? Either, either yeah. your husband uh-huh. is scared of his mama, too. Yeah. Or, or your what? husband don't like you either. <laughs> And him and his mama done tagged up and decided, this is how we going to get rid of you. Get her, mama. Get her. Stab her, mama. <laughs> mama, stab her. Hit in the head with her, mama. You're so crazy. Call the police on her, mama. <laughs> if your husband ain't doing nothing, I'm only assuming yeah. he don't like you either. See, you didn't say nothing about your husband in the letter, but you ain't said nothing about how the hate started. Right. It started somewhere. I'm thinking... I'm just going to take a different approach. Maybe this letter got something to do with you. Mm. I got your mom-in-law stain. I got bat out of hell, heifer. Heifer gone wild. <laughs> you know, it's a new video series. <laughs> Heifer's gone wild. You know, I got the girl going wild video. We're going to start a video. We're going to take mom-in-law. Heifer's going wild. But maybe you done done something to mom-in-law that's making you want to Push her in front of a car. Because I'm trying to figure out what's stopping you <laughs> from pushing her out in front of the car. She walked, don't she? Prison, maybe. Well, you know. Even if she don't walk in a wheelchair. <laughs> push her. Slide her right on off the curb. Let her deal with it. <laughs> or if she don't want to, if she, if she got the brakes on the wheelchair... Just push it forward, make her fall forward out the wheelchair into the traffic. I had a lot of ways you could do this. Stop. <laughs> but I think what's really wrong is what your husband don't care how your mama, how his mama talk to you, because he pretty much agree with his mama. Doesn't seem like it. Maybe it could be that. Now, if you're a sweetheart of a person, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Maybe you're just a perfect little angel, and you really are dealing with this uh, helper from hell. Either way, when we come back, what you want to know is you want to throw her over a bridge or push her in front of a car. What are some of the other things you could do that could get you less jail time? I have a list of those things when we come back. Stuff you can do to your mom-in-law that'll get you less jail time than throwing over the bridge or pushing her, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve, with your response to part two of the strawberry letter right now. Let's have it. Bye. If you got a mother-in-law so good. that's giving you the blues, the heifer from hell, and you want to push out in front of a car, throw off a bridge, don't do that. That's a lot of time. Uh-huh. She ain't worth that. <laughs> there are things you could do to old women. Old, old, old uh, battle axes. Evil women. Heifers from hell. <laughs> ain't going to get you no jail time. Mm. What? Hide all her wigs. <laughs> Just hide them. <laughs> Care where you put them. Just hide them. They got slap a lot of her. Them. Just haul off, slap her, and run. 
That really piss old people off when you run. Because <laughs> what they going to do now? They can't catch you. Any chase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on now. You can start a rumor about it at your church. <laughs> like Prostitution. <laughs> An old lady? Yeah, yeah. That don't ever go good. Prostitution? Because then it comes, who want that? <laughs> what it cost? You know, this, that's when people can really talk about it. Well, why, who, why, how she decide to sell that? Who, 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 who want it? Oh, man. What old man? What a fool. See, you got this is how you hurt you. Sell her car keys to a crackhead for $20. <laughs> See, crackhead don't have logic no way. I get these car keys, 20 I don't sell these $1,000. I ain't crack rest of summer. Sell her car keys to a crackhead for $20. He'll buy it. All he sees is the yeah. upside. Go in the basement when she sleep late uh-huh. at night uh-huh. and keep saying her name in the air vent. <laughs> Just go in the basement and say her name. Ethel. She'll think that's it. Ethel. I'm just telling you stuff you can do to your mom in law. I get it right there. And get over it. Take her teeth when she put them on the uh-huh. side of the bed in the jar. And just take the whole jar. Just put them on top of the refrigerator. She'll never think to look on top of the refrigerator. Here's a good one. Sprinkle, grind up some X-Lax. Uh-huh. Sprinkle it in all her food. And then just put a chair in the hallway where the bathroom at and just sit there. And just watch her uh-huh. run back and forth all day. And every time she shut the door, just talk to her. Ethel. We gotta go. You're crazy, Steve. We have to go. Come on. (laughs) You can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at my girl Shirley. All right? Thank you. All right. So, hey, 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 we done. Let let me me ask you something. Mm -hmm. What do y'all want for Mother's Day? Speaking of mothers, Carly just walked in here. She's a brand new mama. She ain't going to get nothing for Mother's Day because DJ ass don't know how to shop. All he do is eat. But her husband does. Her husband knows. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh oh oh, uh-huh. oh oh oh. He don't even know he on the mm-hmm. hook for that. What's up, BJ? BJ. Every time he see me, he start crying. Paul Paul. See, we just <laughs> Paul Paul is you when the baby starts. That's start. so yeah, cute, yeah, yeah. Steve. Well, I'm at the studio and the kids just stopped in. Mm-hmm. Soon as he see me, he start crying. <laughs> and then, they, yeah, man. And then I gotta yoke him up, take him and squeeze him and hold him down. And everything. He look at the head. Says, I don't know what's wrong with him. He'd be all right, though. I think he's excited, maybe, to see. No, I'm going to get in there. I'm going to choke him up, though. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? We're going to stop yeah. all that. Don't worry about that, Shirley. This ain't your but grandbaby. It sounds I crazy. mine up. It creep <laughs> all you want. He a boy. He going to get yoked up. <laughs> you make him tough, huh? Yeah. Sitting up there being a full teeth in his You going to make him tough? How old is he? Oh, yeah. Don't you don't know. Is he one? Is he two? He just big. That's all I need to know. <laughs> How, he how can many stand up by himself right now. Oh, that's, oh, that's good. good. Yeah. How many grandkids you, you got, Steve? Four now, man. Four, yeah, two four. boys and two girls. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's perfect. That is. That's yeah, a that's lot of perfect. fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you get involved with all of them, that is a lot BJ of fun. BJ see me. He started crying. Noah see mm-hmm. me. He busts out laughing. Uh, that's the one that love you, huh? That's yeah. the favorite. Rose see me. She come to me. L see me. She go the other way. 
<laughs> so you got two that are crazy about you and two that are afraid yeah. of you. Yeah. Noah is the one I put in the swimming pool and pushed him out there and made him do a thousand kicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh god but i bet it would be fun having you as as papa because you're funny oh good time oh, it's gonna mm-hmm. be, they're gonna understand no, they're gonna all understand who got the damn money around here yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna but 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 you know like when i'm at home in atlanta they all love me because they come in the office i got I ain't got nothing but candy and cookies in my desk uh-huh. I, mm-hmm. I control my kids with sweets <laughs> like our parents did us. Yeah, yeah, man. Because now, like, Carly and Morgan are, like, really uh, conscientious moms. Like, the little mm-hmm. baby, he be drinking turmeric milk and stuff. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Just trifling uh-huh. ass mess. Uh-huh. You know. I slip them a little can of uh, carnation condensed milk, but without oh, thinning God. it out, just let them oh! have that straight syrup. Oh, carnation milk, boy. Oh, God, they love that, man. That's Ooh, just they straight love that, sugar. Man, they be trying to put their tongue down in the can and everything. Yeah, I got yeah, that wrapper in my head right now. They sugar on their gums like no. That's what granddads do. I, yeah. Oh, my You shut up, Carla. Oh, man. Oh, for this, Steve. Yeah, I don't get all that. They get Oreo cookies everything. <laughs> so just coming in when no, their teeth come that. in, they're just they need See, to come Carly, right back out. Carly is a new mama. They doing all that new stuff. Yes. Yo, they drink goat's yeah. milk and uh-huh. turmeric milk. Goat's and milk. All the, the healthy baby stuff. Eats celery yeah. and all yeah. this here. He ain't yeah. having no damn fun. <laughs> but he doesn't he know. His little ass having nutritional snacks. Stuff like that. This boy over here got a handful of wheatgrass trying to make it work. I put the boy on to junk. I turn him out. I got Slim Jims in the office. He don't know how good that is. Slim Jims. Seven to a Slim Jim. Yeah. See, that's adult food, and it's wrong Man, for adults, so you know you, it's wrong for kids. Let me tell you something. You give a baby a Slim Jim, he's your friend the rest of his life. Because they can hold it. It's skinny. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, but you got to get that mild, though. You get that spicy. They throw their ass in or something. See, they can't digest that. Their belly. No. Oh, my God. He's they ain't so got crazy. to digest it. What? what, what? Huh? The they colons ain't even that long yet. <laughs> how do you know how long colons are? <laughs> it just go in and come out. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you way too much. Too much. All right, coming up, we've been promising it all morning, all morning long, 841 Eastern. Steve Harvey uh-uh. has something to say to you. <laughs> yeah, well. To you. Whatever. You know who you are. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, we all know about it because, of course, we read the Internet and we know you. There's this email floating around that you put out, and it's been grossly misunderstood. We just wanted to for you to have an opportunity to speak about it to us. And we're really not supposed to be here because, according to the uh, um, Internet, you fired all of us anyway. Yeah. But we're here, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you know what? It's like this. You know, it's, it's sort of crazy because... The Internet is just a space where people can, uh, a lot of cowards can just take a, a keyboard and just write what they want to write without any context to it. And mm-hmm. so what happened at the beginning of the year in August, the beginning of season five, 
four TV seasons has gone by here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we taped our last show yesterday in Chicago. Okay. Yeah, and, you awesome. know, the show the show is moving to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a business decision, but this is a business decision I can make by myself. You know, look, you can't move a TV show by yourself because you say we move it. Because, number one, I don't put up the money as the production company. I'm in a partnership with IMG, Endemol, and NBC. Mm-hmm. I'm in a partnership. I happen to be the star of the show, and it's called The Steve Harvey Show, and I have a say-so. But I'm in a partnership. It's a business that I'm in. And people who put up the money have a say-so in who gets hired and where it goes and how much we have to spend for a budget. So the decision was made in March, finally, to move the show to L.A. The day after the decision was made, the president of Endemol flew to Chicago to inform all the people on the show, all the employees who have a contract with Endemol, the president, Chris Abrego, great guy, came up to Chicago and told everybody that the show was moving. Back in March, that was the day after it was finalized with me. It was in the works for a while, but it got mm-hmm. finalized in March. The next day, the president came up and talked to everybody. Now, prior to that, I had written a letter to some staff members in August because for four years, yeah. I tried to have an open-door policy Mm-hmm. A very approachable policy. Hey, look, just come up to me, talk to me, whatever you need. But so many people just took advantage of it, man. So, I mean, if I'm if I come out my door, people were at my door. If I come off the set, people waiting on me in the hallway. I get to my office door, people be in my office door. You know, I just felt like I was getting ambushed just over mm-hmm, and over and mm-hmm, over. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a space. I would be sitting in the makeup chair. People walk in the dressing room without knocking. I mean, oh, I wow. just and and every so you single, didn't have a moment to yourself. No, and every moment uh-huh. was just. I just felt like I was all of my time was occupied. So mm-hmm. I said at the beginning of season five, I've got to carve out some me time. I got yeah. so many jobs, and all my jobs, I'm very approachable. People can come up to me. So beginning mm-hmm. of season five on the talk show, I sent out a letter to staff saying stuff like, "I didn't want to be bombarded in the hallway. I don't want to be ambushed. Ambush. I don't want you waiting outside." My dressing room. No meetings in my dressing room. No stopping by or popping in. No one. People just stop by and pop in. Don't come in my dressing room unless you're invited. Do you understand what it's like to be a celebrity? You already don't have much of your time. And mm-hmm. people walk in your dressing room without knocking? Let, let, let me tell you something. Try to walk in Oprah's dressing room. <laughs> just, just see if you can get in there. Go to Ellen, go to Dr. Phil, go to anybody. Mm-hmm. But because I'm a comedian mm-hmm. and I'm in the happy business, people just took advantage of it for four years. So but I decided Steve, to stop. Stop you know, opening my dressing room door. If you <laughs> open my door, expect to be removed. I had to write it out like that. And I wrote it myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the couple of times I was on your show, Steve, I was amazed because just walking to your dressing room, there are people lined up on Man, either side of the hallway yeah, yeah. Yeah, to, to get to you when you're in your dressing room. They're coming in while you're getting dressed. They're in. They have papers in their hand. They're asking you questions. They want you to sign stuff. I mean, it was just ridiculous. While you're eating, they're talking to you. Seriously. I mean, I, when I you, can't even have lunch. Yeah. And so it became absolutely unbearable for me because I had this policy where I allowed people to approach me. 
Mm-hmm. I decided on year five to stop that. It wasn't mean-spirited. I just sent it to everybody. And at the end of it, I said, if you're reading this, I mean you. It means you. you. And, and that's what I put out there. I put everything I wanted, either knock or use the doorbell. I even installed the doorbell this year so you could oh, ring no. the doorbell. I mean, people would just walk into my dressing room. But I got three sections in it, so I got a private area. I got a, uh-huh. a little area where I can get some rest if I need it. But people just walk in, and it became just unbearable for me. And so I issued this letter. Now, the show moves, gets find out that we're moving in March. He, the man who signs all the contract came up, Chris Abrego, great guy, very smart, came up the next day and straightened everybody out, told him we were moving. Now all of a sudden it's, Steve ain't told us we moving. Hey, man, do you know how many TV shows I've been on where they come in and they tell me your show is canceled? Ain't no we moving. Your show is canceled. You know how many times I've come to work and find out we don't have no work? You know how many times they done took our radio show off of stations with no warning? We've lost markets, gained markets, gotten markets back. It's the business we're in. I wish everybody nothing but the best. You know, man, and I've, I've constantly told my staff members, None of this is forever for all of us. You know, one day, you know, we're going right. to be in a position mm-hmm. where we're going to have to move on. None of you will work with me forever. I've always said this. Now, little do I know, even to me, how God would move this thing around and change it. It's really gotten to the point where I'm just really tired of people, man, just saying what they want to say about me without knowing the truth. It's been a great run in Chicago, but I'm in too many cities too many times, and it's a very difficult life I have, and I gotta condense all this to make it a better lifestyle for me. I wish everybody the best. I'm sorry they felt that way. But meanwhile, we will not look you in the eye. We will uh, not I mean, walk with you. We will not breathe when you breathe. And look at TV when he's not. looking at television. I bet you I walk with you. I wish you would tell me I can't walk with you. I bet you won't. And hey, Jay, if you see me in that bathroom, I bet you better not be in that bathroom. I'll tell you what. We'll be back with more of what y'all better not do. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, top of the hour, we back. You know, uh, uh, thank you, Shirley, for asking me. Uh, You're welcome. About the stuff that's about me. I, you know, and look, and, and you know, once again, I appreciate y'all hearing me out. You know, look, I normally don't address stuff on the internet, yeah. mm-hmm. but this went out in a real paper, and now this is going out on real TV. I and don't people- know why I'm a news story. Our country in a world of damn trouble. Yes. Uh, we got North Korea tr- trying to launch missiles on our ass, and y'all sitting up here worrying about because I don't want nobody just walking in my damn dressing room. room. Oh, wait, let me ask you something. Can people just walk in your house without no. knocking? No. no. That'll get you shot. That'll get you yeah. shot. Right if you there. come home, can a person be sitting on your porch? Uh-uh. When you uh-uh. come out your back door Wish to get in would. your car, do people come up to you before you get in your car? But, nah, man. That, I'm, what I asked for was just, can you just respect my space? But it That's just up. comes from four years of people just taking advantage of my kindness because I'm a comedian. See, Oprah ain't no comedian. You can't do that to Oprah. Mm-mm. Oprah Mm-mm. walks with a group of people around here. Now, you run up on Miss Winfrey if you want to. It'll be your last time. And not that she's a mean person because Oprah's a sweetheart. But Oprah has that respect. You can't do that to Tyler. And Oprah got May I speak, Mr. Harvey? Yes, you can. May I speak, Mr. Harvey? But don't look at him. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you ain't asking him to speak. 
I'm yes. I'm asked. May I speak, Mr. Harvey? May I yeah, speak? Yeah, you can, but just a little. Don't what is that? Yeah. It's just a little bit. It, it's called being new on the job. <laughs> right. Well, it's the end of your third week, yeah, isn't it, Jay? I'm, I'm three weeks. Yeah, yeah. he's still yeah. new. Still. And, and Tom and Tommy, you need to learn this. <laughs> I've been with you all my life. I'm not going to ask you when to speak. No, you ain't got to ask me to speak. But when you see me blinking, you stop. Excuse me. Are you looking at him, Tommy? Oh, oh please. In the not. eye? Not in the oh. eye. He's looking more oh. like waist level, but it's close. Now. <laughs> it's close. Because he's too short. speak, Mr. Harvey? You know, you, you, you know I already spoke. What you want to say now? Can can you let me know when you're thinking so I will not think at the same time? <laughs> you want a blank mind? <laughs> nah, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. Give that respect. <laughs> Junior? Yeah, uh, Mr. Harvey, I will Junior. say this. Junior. Yes, sir. Ain't yes. nobody talking to you. Yes, sir. Okay. Thank you. I wish yeah. I would. Yes, I yeah. wish yeah. I would. See, what you're going to do is you're going to be what your name is, Junior. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Mm. Back down all these seniors up in here. Yeah. I knew you when you ain't had no money. I wish I would get up here telling me, nah, I can't blink when you blink. Can't go to the bathroom. Right. We, we used to pee outside together. What is you talking about? May I speak again, Mr. Hunter? Oh, I knew I knew you when you ain't had no money. I know you now. <laughs> junior, junior, don't get caught in this. Don't I'm do sorry. that. I'm sorry. Don't do that. Hey, though, you know it's Junior and Steven. Hey, it's you and Jay, Tommy. I ain't got no money, but that's just for the hero. <laughs> And what do you want, Jay? Um, Tommy, this is a good job for me, okay? Oh, and I okay. don't want to mess up. So he asked you nicely to not look at him. Yes, so the best thing for you to do so that we don't all lose our good jobs is don't do that, okay? Man, please. please. Do I'm looking at him. Well, <laughs> We've already, he's already fired us, quit, according to the story. Tom, and Steve, quit looking at my chest. <laughs> Stop. And according to the other internet story, I done fired y'all any day. Yes, yes. People yes. kept hitting us up. Are you still working yeah. with Steve? Are you still working <laughs> yes, on the show? Shirley, you, yes, Yes. My Father-in-law called Steve. Man, yeah. are you okay? God, what are you talking about? One of my partners called me and said, man, you lost your job. I said, no, I didn't. He said, man, I think you better check again. How are you going to ask me to check <laughs> on my wait, job? Read your story. <laughs> but wait, Steve, Junior called me and said, how does it feel to be fired? I said, huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? Somebody said, damn, you just got that. <laughs> oh, man. But when your co-worker called <laughs> you, <laughs> what, Junior, what are you talking about? <laughs> He said, well, according to the internet, Steve fired us all. Fired everybody. Huh? And, uh, let me say this about that note, Unc. Can I say this? I think it was a great note you wrote. It was so great, I copied and pasted it and sent it to 30 people. I didn't want talking to me. (laughs) No. stupid. Yeah. They got it today. But I think when people read the letter, Steve, they completely overlooked the word ambushed. Ambushed. Do not ambush me. I'm feeling ambushed. Okay, it means that when you walk out of your room, there's a group of people just converge upon you with questions, like the paparazzi or something. You yeah, know? but you know what? And, but but you know what it was was in the letter. I just told them what they had to do. I yeah, still all y'all you do was make an appointment. Yeah, yeah so that means I'm still, still willing to talk oh, to them and hear. Man, them. I talk to all my employees. 
But you have to make an appointment now. No more just stopping me when you got every whim. You have no idea what people would stop me with. I got 15 minutes before we turn this thing around. I have people bringing, bringing stuff up to the office that they read. Letters, proposals, ideas. Wow. I mean, man, it was just crazy, man. Not not being mean or anything, but taking yeah. advantage of the fact that I just allow people to step up to me. Because I'm out here doing a happy show. I'm in the fun mm-hmm. business. I'm on Family mm-hmm. Feud, right. little and big your shot. mood affects, yeah. But this is and what they you feel need like to they do, know you. Let me proofread your next letter. Don't just be sending stuff out. Right. <laughs> and ain't nobody <laughs> read what you know. send it. Hey, dog, he hey, dog. I ain't just gonna do send that. stuff. I'm my own man. I send it mm-hmm. out. I do not apologize for the letter. No. No, oh, man. Yeah. I ask for the same respect y'all give everybody else. Let me yeah. tell you something. They can't. Let let me explain something to you. The president of this building, the the president of this NBC station, you Mm -hmm. can't walk up to his office without an appointment. You don't even know his ass. (laughs) But he's still president, though. (laughs) Ambush to to attack someone or something by surprise from a hidden place. That's what ambush means. And and, and for four years, I allowed people to do it. In year five, I said, man. What is it that's getting me down about coming here? And mm-hmm. that was one of the problems. I have no free moments to myself. Yeah. I mean, Monica sits here with me every morning. She'll tell you, people used to just walk in here. Mm-hmm. Man, so I had to put special locks on the doors because I don't like locking the door. So when I go in and out, but man, mm-hmm. people just walking in your dressing room. Who does that? If you're at your house, do you let anybody just walk into your home? No, man. And when I'm at work, my dressing room is my home. Because I'm here more more than I am at home. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, Steve, it's always some negative stuff. It's still fun. People still, your your staff still enjoy working with you. And I think that's just an image that was put out there that, you know, is just so much misery going on. Yeah, Yeah, we love you. You know we love you. Damn. Music, let's go. Come on, cat. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, you're going to love this story. Beyonce's publicist checks gossip site for spreading rumors. Beyonce and her team are not here for anyone trying to say she had lip injections while pregnant. Really? Uh, Bay's publicist Yvette Noel Shore fired back at a gossip site that recently claimed the singer had Kylie Jenner lip injection. Her publicist released the following statement. Check it out. It says, what do you know about the effects of pregnancy on a woman's entire body? Do you know that in addition to weight gain, there is often a dramatic change in the blood flow in the system and increased fluid causing swelling? Hello. The sacrifice to our faces, our feet, oh my God, and our entire bodies is something we welcome because we bring beautiful humans into the world who will one day combat your hate and your negativity. I stood silent during Beyonce's first pregnancy when you thought it was okay to bully her like the coward you are when you accused her of never being pregnant, but I simply cannot this time. You are the saddest individuals, and picking on a pregnant lady is tantamount to possessing the coldest, despicable heart. We love it. Do not come for the queen, okay? Yes. Wow. I love that. Okay. I like tantamount, too. I like I that. Know. That means it's she, a place overseas. I've been there. But she's so right, though. Yeah, things swell up when you're pregnant. You your get nose, busy, right? your lips, mm-hmm. your feet. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Everything. 
everything. Oh. You know, you you just gotta come on now. Why would she get lip injections while, while pregnant? pregnant? That doesn't while even pregnant. make sense, right? Yeah, while pregnant. It makes Ooh, no I sense. I want to be famous, but not that famous. Y'all go through too much, man. Yeah. I don't want all of that. Yeah, that that's just mean. Don't do it. It's and, it's and just the ability mean. to spread rumors too. Yeah, that went on top of that. Uh, according to a new study, uh, smiling can make you look up to two years older than you really are. Well, you can blame it on the wrinkles that form around your eyes when you're smiling. On the other hand. A shocked or surprised look makes you look younger. I don't trust people who because, smile a lot. Because it smooths out those wrinkles. You know, you don't know people who smile a lot? You know, do you trust them? They just smile, smile for no reason. Just Oh, for no reason, that yeah. set smile on their face. Yeah, for no reason, yeah. It's just yeah. broken There's, on there yeah. like that? Yeah. <laughs> They're suspect. I don't trust them. No, I don't yeah. trust them at all, man. The smile. What you smiling at? You're so happy what's so, for What's so funny? I'm a comedian. Yeah. Tell me yeah. what you smiling at. <laughs> I can't stand smiling too much and fast talkers. I can't stand a fast oh, talker. Yeah, I don't fast like fast talkers. talkers yeah. You're always like, what are you saying? Yeah, what, what are you, you saying? saying? What's what going you on saying? with you? Yeah. Like and, you're and, uh, game. Exactly. Forget having an innie or an Audi talking about the belly, belly button, button now. Yeah, people are going to plastic surgeons. This is the next big craze. Uh-huh. In pursuit of the perfect belly button. Oh. Cares. Jay, well, you got uh, a, what, an Audi the size no, of a silver I, How big? I have, I have a nunny. I don't even have You don't a have a belly button? At all, no. You can't what? see it no more. I, I don't have it. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> oh, it's there. Everybody oh, got one. I don't have one. Yeah, it didn't it, 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 it just ate itself. I, I, didn't, I didn't have one at birth. <laughs> Well, you wasn't born then. Oh, you they got one. Yeah. No. Oh, you mine, got one. It's mine just is in my clothes. back. It's in my back. It's a back button. Wow. Yeah, this um, this doctor, who's in uh, who's a plastic surgeon in New York City, says his patients are requesting a belly button that is oval with a bit of a hood on the top. What? Whatever that lo- whatever that looks like. <laughs> Mine, so waste my back. Happy Mother's Day, by the way. Everybody. <laughs> yes, happy Mother's, happy Day. Mother's Day. Yeah, happy Mother's Day. I, I need, when we come back, I need to say something about Mother's Day. Hey, man, are you going to buy me something for Mother's Day? Yeah. What? Yeah. You look for it. Yeah. Because you, you call breath. me a mother something every week, so I just figured <laughs> you could at least, at least buy me something. We'll be back. Former FBI Director James Comey has finally responded to his firing in a letter written to his colleagues at the Bureau. He in wrote a, a letter, too, letter. Huh? You all right, huh? Yeah, he wrote a letter, yeah. too. I'm going to write did. another one. This ain't the last letter. It's only going to contain two words, isn't it, Steve? (laughs) F (laughs) U. In the farewell letter, which uh, he sent Wednesday night, he wrote, I have long believed that a president can fire an FBI director for any reason or for no reason at all. I'm not going to spend time on the decision or the way it was executed. I hope you won't either. It is done and I will be fine. Although I will miss you and the mission deeply. Nice classy now, do, letter. Now does, yeah. does he leave with money or uh, get paid or oh, severance yeah, or anything money. like yeah, that? Yeah, he money. No, no, you <laughs> fire them boys. They, they get, they listen to me. He has a 10-year deal. 
It's almost like a deal. He gonna get a nice package for leaving. And don't you know he gonna land somewhere real nice? Say, yeah. yeah, he's gonna get a really nice job. He won't be out of work long. Come he on, won't. man. You you the director of the FBI, and all of a sudden you available? He's He'll probably be working for your TV show in LA now. So that's what it looks like. Yeah, but he can't speak to me though. <laughs> <laughs> or look you in the eye. <laughs> Man, or ambush fired. you. Oh, he can't ambush you. Uh-uh, what job you know you truth. get fired on, you leave in a private hey, jet? Hey, I want to I w- I wanna say to my man Stephen A. Smith out there, man, I appreciate the love, boy. He reached out to me today, asked me was I okay. But I'm let me say this to everybody. I'm absolutely okay. I had a great staff here in Chicago. The 99.9% of these people were absolutely wonderful and great, hardworking people. Mm-hmm. You take a disgruntled person who ain't happy with where they life at now because this show moving to L.A. and obviously they not going. So they're going to take a letter that I sent way back in August. And everybody understood why they got it. Everybody came up to me and agreed, wow, Mr. Harvey, I can't believe you allowed it to go on this long. You've been more than cordial and congenial with people, but people have just taken advantage of you. So the letter I read was to stop them from doing it to me. And I just write plain. I didn't have my publicist put it together. I didn't have no legal term read over, legal team read over. That's how I write to people. I need it to be plain because I don't need nobody to misunderstand it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to talk to me, make an appointment. I even said at the end of the letter, that's what the cold part, at the end of the letter, I said something to the effect of, you know, please don't take offense. I said, everyone, do not take offense to the new way of doing business. It is for the good of my personal life and enjoyment. Thank you all, Steve Hart. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I know I type kind of crazy, but don't take offense to it because I need some space for me. And I'm just saying to the everyday man that reads this, here's the deal. And to my staff here on the radio show, who is probably... Yeah, I wanted the, you to address us as well, yes. Well, <laughs> Shirley, ahead. that's because you real, you real clingy, you needy. And that's, <laughs> no, that's, I'm that's, not. You, no, yes, you are, because <laughs> I wanted you to address us. You have a yes, husband, Yes, address Shirley. us. Well, you know, let <laughs> his address your ass. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with the job. I didn't write y'all no damn letter. I talks to y'all. Well, people think you fired us. <laughs> well, you already, well, they think you fired us, but your ass at work every day. <laughs> I just came in out of habit. And Junior, me, one more time, Junior. <laughs> gonna burn be this place your down. name. Gonna be, be like United if you fire me. I'm gonna scream <laughs> and pull stuff. It's not gonna be pretty. Uh, I just got here. It's gonna be I'm gonna whoop his ass. <laughs> it's Willie Turner. I'm telling you. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we back, everybody. We got time for just one more thing. I want. I wanted to say this. Let me say this. Thank you to my staff here at the radio show for always being supportive. Woo-hoo. Shirley Carla, Tommy Jr., you love new you. man, Jay. Love you. Oh, man, you know, I mean, and we man, know just, you. <laughs> you know, y'all support is is it, it means a lot to me. It matters because it gives me a balance point. Because when I feel like I'm under attack, you know, it's always good to know people who know you and know your heart. You know, I'm not a mean-spirited mm-hmm. person or vindictive person at all. So, you know, it, it comes out that way. Yesterday was my last show for the TV show in Chicago. That news was passed out to the staff in March by the president of Indemol, great guy, Chris Abrego. 
He came and informed everybody in March that the show was moving. That was the day after it was confirmed with me. We had been working on moving the show for two years, but it couldn't because financially it it couldn't go to Los Angeles financially. So guess what? I get my check from in the mall too. So I just had to sit it out with everybody else. When we finally got it together in March of 2017, he came in the next day and he made the announcement to the staff. Everybody handled it well. It's been a great group up here. The staff members up here in Chicago have been some of the finest people I've worked with in all of my television shows. And, you know, at the end of this season, when this year is up, I'll have seven shows on the air. It's wow. such an amazing Woo-hoo! blessing God, from God. That's awesome, Steve. Wow, that's yeah. you know, record, but, man. but, you know, that's that God I serve, that, that he will do exceedingly and abundantly over all that I think or ask. I read that Bible verse almost every single day, and, and I live by that. Yeah, Ephesians 3.20. Because it's just the way God really is. I hate that people are so bitter sometimes in their own space and in their own life that they can't see the good in what happens to them. But this show, Leaving Chicago, is a new beginning for all of us, everybody. People whose job ended, they have an opportunity to become something else. And people whose jobs will continue, they get to go and be somewhere else. It'll just be in another city. The staff here has been fabulous. The cameramen, the crew, great guys, the producers, the young people who got a start in writing here and producing. So many people came over from Oprah's old show on my show. I have a lot of staff members from, from Oprah's show. Now this show is leaving again. And you know, that that's what it is. I wish that uh, Mr. Feeder had, had him ask Feeder. me, you know, what I thought, but maybe he didn't think that was necessary. But you know, it's, it's, it's not a one-sided thing. You know, the letter I wrote to my staff at the beginning of the year was after four years of allowing people to have just complete and total access to me. And after four years, I had to write a note myself to say, hey, look, y'all got to stop doing me this way. Y'all got to stop ambushing me in the hallways. Stop walking in my dressing room without knocking. Who does that? And so when I wrote the note, now they send a note out like I'm some ogre, Variety Magazine, who really has always done positive thing about me. Those of you waiting on Steve Harvey to come to L.A., don't look for warm and open arms. This is the letter he wrote to his staff. Because I had to get myself some personal space. I make no apologies about the letter. I'm a cool guy. But you can't walk up on Dr. Phil, Oprah, Ellie. I wish you would. You can't walk up on <laughs> Meredith Vieira. You can't just walk up on Kelly. All these people on daytime TV. Just try to try to walk Matt up Lauer. on Matt Lauer. Matt oh, Lauer. I tell you what. <laughs> walk up on Matt Lauer and let me know how that work out for you. Okay. Not that he's a bad guy. It's yeah. just that he. They don't allow you around these people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have security walking with me except when I'm walking to the stage. And these dudes is already told, leave everybody alone, man. Just let them take the pictures, do what they want to do. Four years of that and people taking advantage of it, I wrote a note to the staff back in August. Now it's all in the paper like I'm some evil-ass tyrant. Well, I'm not. I'm not. And I enjoyed my stay here in Chicago. I will miss the city of Chicago. I think the people was the best audiences I could have ever hoped for was in Chicago. The restaurants is banging. The employees were outstanding. It's been just a great experience. I hate at the end that somebody would try to tarnish it with some negativity like this, but I'm not going to let you do it. I'm not going to let you do it. You cannot beat me that way. The God I serve won't allow it. I'm going to just tell you who wrote the letter and, and, and released it and put it out with this negative thing. 
Isaiah 54, 17. I keep living by that. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every time they come to get me. What you don't understand, when you come to get Steve Harvey, I'm not by myself. I'm his soldier. I'm one of his imperfect soldiers. That's all I am. I ain't perfect. You can't follow me and make it to heaven. None of that. But I'm his dude, though. So when you come for his dude, he going to cover me. So I wish everybody well, man. Thank you all again. Thank you to my staff here at the radio show for always being supportive. Woo-hoo. Shirley Carla, Tommy Jr., yeah, the new you. man, Jay. We love you. Oh, man. You know, and we know just, you. <laughs> uh, Jay, I really do understand why Tom Kept you from talking so much. Uh, I do understand. Why are you that tearing now? on it like that? Why because you I don't know how I don't know no other transition. You like yes. like you got a better one with your students. That's why we don't want you right now. And we right back. See now, now I, I do the transition how I want to. I, I, Mr. Harvey, can I ask another question? Just a little one. Do I come here Monday? I need to- <laughs> Start that fourth week, Jay. I need to know, sir. (laughs) All right, Steve. Dedicate this last 30 seconds to the mothers out there that love you and that listen to you every single day. To all of the mothers out there, to all of us who miss our mothers, thank y'all. Thank y'all so much for making us who we were, for giving us life. Without mothers, this world would be nothing. As a matter of fact, there would be no world. Happy Mother's Day out there. God bless y'all and keep you. We'll see you Monday. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, the podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. 
Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.